There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. From the Michelob Ultra Studios, it's the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Sullivan Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode off today. The Plowhawk is back. Action Jackson with you, Doug. So many things to cover. We start off with your mouth. Oh, oh. Well, let's do a little better. Yesterday, I, I wouldn't say I was spurting blood, because I don't like the name or the word spurt, but it was definitely a steady trickle coming out of, coming out of my pie hole. I guess I, I, I must have bitten down on it something and opened it up again, and here she mm. comes. And I'm on blood thinner, so it was hard to get it stopped. So I was, yeah, it was a mess. But my dentist, the wonderful Kevin Donovan, came in on his on the day off. The place was closed. He said, "No, I'll come in and get you fixed up." So he did. All what by a beast. all by himself, without the dental assistance or anything, on his day off. As soon as he dropped oh, wow. the kids off from school, he came in and and did it again. So he a listener. What did he do to your mouth? I think so. No, uh, sewed it back up. Sewed it back up where I had the wisdom tooth removed the other day. So stick anything in. How's it doing now? Uh, it's doing. It's a little sore, but it's okay. It's all right. I'm fine. Good to go. As good as I'm gonna get, I guess. Glad you're doing better. I'm kind of day to day all the time now. <laughs> oh, but I'm all right. I'm okay. Well, you didn't want to miss the Plowhawks' birthday extravaganza, ladies and gentlemen. Happy yeah. birthday Thank to you, the Plowhawk. Oh, wonderful. Thank you guys. Happy I appreciate wishes. it. It's great to be back. Missed you guys yesterday. What are you, 31? 34. God. 34 bills. 34 bills. Exciting. Um, Does that feel old to you since you've been a kid most of your life? I, it all feels old. After you can yeah. rent a car, I feel like after 25, you, kinda, yeah. you can do it all at that point outside of being president. Mm. But um, yeah, so. Did you go hiking in Potosi? We, we didn't actually. It was too cold yesterday, but we hiked all weekend in Eureka Springs. Um. Very interesting. Just through the hills, group and of dales. people that reside in Eureka. Yeah, we went through the hills. There's a, a lot of good trailheads, is what they call trailheads. <laughs> trailheads. What do you mean? Why the I heads? I that the start of the trail. I have no idea, but it was uh, a lot of fun. Missed you boys a lot, and figured I'd celebrate my birthday here. Did you run into some mountain people up in those trailheads? There were some interesting <laughs> hill people. <laughs> hill people, probably a good people term. texting in from ten to eleven. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You can kind of feel when you enter Arkansas. It's like I didn't, I didn't have to ask, are we in Arkansas? You kind of just you could knew. tell you yeah. were in. 
by the tooth <laughs> arrangement, that kind of thing. But no, it was a uh, it was a great time, and I didn't know that Tim tweeted out. I didn't know the Dan Marshall thing happened on my birthday. That's pretty awesome. Oh. Uh, ten years ago today, I'm Jackson good. and I were uh, coordinating uh, Doug with his... I mean, there's so many things to get to. I think we might have to do five hours today. Oh, okay. um, but uh, the, 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 ten years ago today, the 590 The Man, 1380 The Woman press conference occurred. And Jackson, I believe, if, if this is correct got to hear it for the first time in its entirety and is in awe. We are going to play it for the audience oh. at 8 o'clock okay. today in its entirety. Well, that's a special treat. That is a, it's a birthday treat. Uh, I, Jackson, your uh, interpretation of what you heard. Um, so I've heard the clips thousands of times, but I'd never really heard the whole thing. And the amount of times the vocalized pause or whatever was used was kind of shocking. <laughs> like if I'm someone who's covering something and the person who's running this new operation keeps saying or whatever, concern begins to creep in. Uh, on top of that, the whole idea of of women t- woman talk and man talk is like it's galaxy brain stuff. Like I don't know how someone comes up with that. Like I don't and understand. One of the things that this station will do that's different than any other radio stations I think in St. Louis is we're going to donate time on our times that we don't use the station or where it's not a profitable thing for us to do or whatever. And it's- <laughs> or whatever. Like he kept saying he was like man talk or whatever. I was like what? What was that mean? That <laughs> oh, was really that day, shocking. That day we were told not to park too close to the front door because they wanted to leave lots of room for the satellite trucks that would be there. That's correct. And there was there one was guy an there. office memo. Jim Bear was the only guy, and I think he was covering it for the Jewish light. Hey, I believe it was the Ledoux Patch. Patch. Ledoux Patch. I yeah. thought that was Jim me. Bear. Jimmy Bear. Good guy, but he's the he was the only guy there. Did you think people were going to show up for this? That (laughs) screenshot that you posted, you can see the faces of some of the people, both in the woman and, like, just, like, it's... A table uh, set up and then chairs in front, and they had these five computers in the back that weren't even plugged in. They just sat in there. (laughs) They looked like they were busy. There's five computers sitting there that weren't even plugged in. There was, like, 80 open chairs, and, like, everybody was standing in the very back, almost, like, ready to just exit (laughs) as soon as that was done. Well, it was fun. Man, I guess as a business owner, you take your shot. Probably could have called Smash, got him on today. See what he thought about that whole project. Have you tried to get Marshall on for a podcast? No. Yeah, you gave him, you've been after him? Well, I said I was going to. I never made a call. Oh. <laughs> you got plenty of time. I'm sure he does, too. So. <laughs> It'd be a fascinating conversation. I wouldn't hold back, but I don't know how long he'd stay after I started throwing questions at him. I would make sure to have a security detail. You would grill him, would you? He's been in one fight. Yeah, at one point, what point did you know that you weren't going to pay us and our checks are going to bounce? Oh, immediately when... That's a tough question to answer. When your programming (laughs) wasn't good enough to bring in advertisers is probably what he would have answered. Right when he saw the payroll. What what did you mean that you were going to put charity on our radio on the uh, segments that aren't profitable? What what part of of your station did you think wasn't going to be profitable? None of it was profitable. I even the live programming? Well... 
No, he should have contacted uh, Mark Hanna in advance of the uh, yeah, of the uh, business decision. Uh, Mark Hanna is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. Just a first-class person. And my biggest recommendation to people is to make sure you have a financial advisor. I cannot emphasize it enough. What I wouldn't do to go back 20 years and have a financial advisor and be on the right track. Mark Hanna's number is 314-889-0503. Or you go online at evergreenstl.com. When you get off the phone with him, you will feel better about your situation. You'll feel better about the world. That's just the way that he is. He is first class, a kind person, and he customizes his plan to each individual client. It isn't a one-size-fits-all. It's Mark Hanna of Greenwell Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. Doug, could you tell us about our title sponsor, whose name is Ryan Kelly? Well, sure it is. You know, inflation is here still. People yeah. are taking on more debt than ever. That's not a good thing. If you're a homeowner, leverage that equity you have sitting there right there in your house. Put that equity in your home to work with you with a simple cash-out refinance. The average credit card interest rate is now over 24%. That's the highest it's been in over 30 years now. With inflation, people are carrying more debt than ever. Put that equity to work with you for a simple cash-out refinance and pay off that credit card debt that you have and you're paying 24% on. That's horrible. The average home loan expert client receives over $54,000 cash-out on their refi. Hopefully, that can pay off your credit card debt and get you back on your feet thinking of buying a home maybe this year. The process is not as complicated as you think with the Home Loan Expert. They can make a pre-approval process very easily. Get yourself pre-approved today. The day you call in, they can get it done. And they'll also provide a lower rate with a 10-day closing guarantee. Thank you very much, Ryan Kelly. Thank you, Sir Mortgage, for all you do for us. Title sponsor of this program now for a decade. It is Ryan Kelly. Uh, just for, uh, Plowhawk Jackson, I don't know what the deal is. I can't hear myself in my headphones, but I can hear oh. you boys just fine. So I don't know if that's a, uh, if that's a, Doug, is that a lever or is that a button? It's a pulley. It to be. It's a pulley. It's a pulley? Yeah. You got a pulley no. up I mean, over I got Oxen online. I mean, everything should be good. At least okay. on my end, it looks fine. All right. Well, either way, it's not necessary. It's just a, I don't know if it will affect things at some point. By the way, we, we will air the press conference in its entirety in celebration of the 10th anniversary coming up at 8 o'clock at the start of the appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hour. Um, and uh, Plowhawk will want to have aux. Doug, do we want aux on or do we want aux off I think for that? You always... Oh, it's on in that situation for sure. We own okay. that content anyways. So we do what we do inside us. It was very kind of him to try to shove it up our asses by putting it in the middle of our show. But what he didn't realize was the moment he did that, it became our intellectual property forever. Forever. And forever is a long, long time. Ah, you're exactly right. Guys, my favorite part of the press conference is when they asked Frank to talk, and you could tell he was clearly being held hostage. That's from <laughs> Alan Dadeville, still looking for that golden goose. Guys, there's no sound on YouTube this morning. That's oh, from the 314. Come on, Plowsy. Oh. Okay. I would think we'd be getting more text than just that one if that were the case, but I don't know. Yeah, you may want to uh, turn, Jackson, turn your can you confirm? Up. 
I'm looking right now. Okay. Uh, currently in, in the middle of an ad. Oh. Once that ad is completed, I, I would be okay. really surprised if we didn't have sound on YouTube. But yeah, uh, here would. we go. One moment. Uh, Hans Diggeldorf says he can hear us, and Harold Booker says the sound is fine. All right. Uh, I talk, former I fan page Booker. moderator Neil Allen Craig Paquette says everything is loud and clear on YouTube as well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. That guy needs to turn on his volume. <laughs> and stop hassling us. Well, I mean, I, I get it. Like, sometimes it can be difficult, but sometimes it's on the people's end and not on our end. You could have muted it last night watching porn. You didn't want to wake the rest of the family up, so oh. go ahead and unmute it, and you'll be able to hear it. You think that's what happened? Oh, is that what it was, you think? Probably. Uh, Doug, since you were out yesterday, you didn't get to uh, comment on what we saw over the weekend. The Doggies, 3-0. and The Fighting Tigers, a seventh seed, getting ready to take on the Aggies of Utah State. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, the Battle Hawks with... Oh, and the Plowhawks Illini, an eight seed, taking on Arkansas, the winner most likely getting Rock Chalk Jayhawk and the hate region for Missouri fans in Des Moines. And finally, the Battle Hawks, 38 thousand plus yeah. as they sell out every seat that was made available as the battle hawks improve to three and one uh takes thoughts well i never would have thought going back two or three years that i would anxiously look forward to mls soccer on a late saturday night and uh, xfl football on sunday afternoon but i i was i watched them both almost start to finish both of them which is crazy but i, I wasn't the only one yeah. i guess a lot of people are my hope with the uh, Battlehawks, as well as they're doing, I hope the rest of the league does as well, too. I saw some attendance figures today, and most of the teams are only drawing like 11, 12,000 for their games. I, I hope this is sustainable, that the TV money is enough to keep the, the league going with those kind of attendance figures around the league. Because that, that's 74,000 fans came to watch a game this weekend, Doug. 38,000 of those 74,000 were in St. Louis. <laughs> That's yeah. wild. Yeah. I hope we're not the last ones and the only ones standing after a couple of years. But it's the first year. It'll let people get used to it. Uh, really exciting what's going on here. I, I have no other explanation other than just people are, are absolutely starved for sports entertainment here. And it doesn't have to be the best football in the world. If it's, if it's close and looks pretty much like the NFL, people will get excited about it. People like the party. The atmosphere, I, I guess, was fantastic. So yeah, that's what everybody says. Yeah, same really same with the dogs exciting. thing. It's just a great atmosphere. Yeah, fun atmosphere. Yeah, you guys stay up late Saturday night to watch that game in Portland. I was in New York at Springs in a hot tub. Oh, for heaven's sakes! Oh, it sounds like you were banging in Little Rock. <sighs> yes, sir. Oh, Not did you bang in the hot, in the hot tub? tub? Oh yeah, but yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. I had a one eye. Is that cat. tough? Uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad. The one-eyed cat showing there, probably a, the the battle. They had a one-eyed cat running around the property. <laughs> the other eye got completely clawed out. <laughs> it looked like it's won some battles, but it's just one of those those farm cats that was just hanging out. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't catch the game. I'm going to the Battle Hawk game next weekend, though. Oh, you are? Yeah. You got your tickets? This already? coming Saturday, Plowock? Yeah, Warson Woods Wacko. Couldn't use his tickets. I asked if I wanted to go. I said, hell yeah, I'll go to a Battle Hawk huh. game. I'm excited to hear that atmosphere. That looked crazy uh, with some of the videos and some of the still They were in a silent count. They were in a, Arlington was in a silent count, Jack. <laughs> I'm excited. And yeah, it's like I heard even, like, there's a lot of good sections to it there, so we're in, I think, a little bit lower bowl, I think, but people were saying on the fan page the 300 level is like a great view, too. Yeah. I've been at the Dome in God knows how long. So, excited. We in first place in the North Division yet? I, I don't know the divisions. I need to... We're in the North. Okay. 
There are 18. How many divisions there are? Two. Okay. North and south. Wow. Tricky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we might be leading the north or tied for it anyway. Well, the, I think City is the best team in the league currently in terms of points. Am I not correct on that? That is correct, sir. That is correct, sir. Wow. Top of the table. Don't say table. Don't you like that top of no, the table? I don't. I mean, they're power top in the entire league. <laughs> oh. Mounting everyone. No. And just... <laughs> When's our next home game? Saturday? Saturday's been, that... I think. Yeah. I mean, you got the dogs and the Battlehawks playing at the same time, mm. and we don't know what will happen with uh, the fighting Illini and the fighting Tigers, but there is a chance they could be playing at the same time as well. Saturday evening could be the pony of all ponies. It sure could be. And as a Missouri fan, Jackson, I, I know you, you have to pick the lesser of three evils here, but you would have to be rooting for Illinois in these scenarios with Arkansas and Kansas. Am I not, am I not correct on that? Uh, if you had to pick, I'm different, okay. really. But um, yeah, I guess I'd be rooting for so Illinois because I, I don't like Arkansas. But yeah. um, but if Illinois matched up against Kansas, you would be, yeah, of course. Well, yeah, I'm trying to clear for, out the competition, okay. bro. I want to cut down the nets. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And you want the I would say that without question, I would take more than 75 percent of Missouri fans would prefer Illinois over Arkansas, and then go into the. 95 plus percentile Illinois over Kansas because they beat Illinois by 30. So like, yeah, that's certainly a part of it. Mm -hmm. And then there's the civil war. So you got those two things factoring in. Uh, So yeah, that is, that is truly the, uh, the hate region, but the Gurs have to get past Utah state, Doug, those Aggies like to shoot their threes. And you might remember when UMBC shocked the world as a Mm -hmm. 16 seed and defeated Virginia, well, their head coach is now the head coach of Utah State in what would be an even bigger upset if he can dispatch of the seven-seed Missouri Tigers. Well, he'll have his kids ready to play, and they're hoping to stay healthy. And if they can hit their shots and play good defense, stay out of foul trouble, hit their fuifos, I think they'll they'll be a difficult matchup for anyone. Who's favorite in that game? They are. Utah State, Jack. I couldn't believe I, – I, I can't – I don't understand that. I know, like – Experts think they're better. <laughs> and I, I, I get there's upsets in college back. I get that completely, but mm, – 10-7 isn't much of an upset. Yeah. That's pretty standard. But I just I, – I don't know. I, I, I guess I haven't seen Utah State play. I've seen Missouri play, and I've seen them beat a lot of very good programs. I was shocked that they weren't at least – you know, a three-and-a-half-point favorite or something like that. In the history of the tournament, 66% of seven seeds have beaten 10 seeds since the field expanded to have that 7-10 matchup. All right. Mizzou just seems so unpredictable to me because you don't know how they're going to shoot. Why Delta, baby? Why Delta? Yeah, sometimes it's lights out, and there's other times, like the first half against Alabama, they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. 33% 33% from the field in that game. Yeah. Or 32%. 33% on the layups. Yeah, couldn't nice. hit the layups even. Yeah. I, I, tossed up good. a number of air balls. And East is a real wild card. I mean, he's just all over the place. Yeah, he's either a great spark off the bench or he's a problem. Yeah. 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 Well, when they get it rolling, you know, they can beat anybody. But Absolutely. Man, there's times they just really look bad. So I don't know how you pick them to beat other quality teams just because there's such a wild card not knowing what's what you're going to get that's why with like illinois like you look at arkansas they've wet the bed this year you know in terms of talent wise to what Mm -hmm. they've done but still i mean illinois has done 
even worse in that department. So I, Illinois could probably be done by 6 p.m. on Thursday, but I'll watch every second of that game. SEMO gets it started tonight. I can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Good Tex- for Philip Russell. Texas A&M Corpus Christi. I know you follow a lot of their games. <laughs> didn't even know what the matchup was. Well, they're a team that if they can get hot, they can stay with you. They'll Sometimes they'll run and sometimes they'll slow it down a little bit. And if they get in trouble, they might run, run a pressure defense on you. So if they can hit their free throws and stay healthy, I think they have a chance to give some clubs trouble. Free throws and barch, right? What's that? Free throws and barch. A more. <laughs> oh, I thought you said barch. Much. Warch. Warch. Doug Missouri in Sacramento. The Colonel said yesterday when he joined us uh, that his number one preference, if I'm not mistaken, for a location for Missouri before it was announced was Des Moines. Uh, His (laughs) second choice, I believe, was Columbus, Ohio. I guess that's uh, hosting um, some games. And then three through six, it was about even for all of the other choices. Then seven. Uh, was Orlando only because he says the Orlando airport on Sunday morning is the ninth level of hell. Mm. Uh, Then his eighth choice was the tournament to be canceled, and then his ninth choice was going to Sacramento. And sure enough, the colonel is on his way to Sacramento. What's so bad about Sacramento? I know, right? If you're going to fly anyway, it's just... Expensive, he said. says really expensive to fly out there. Well, uh, does he have to go? I guess he's got to go. He's the colonel. Yeah, I know. Well, he can't get on the team flight, I guess. No, I don't think they no, do that. No. Well, I guess maybe we should put together a fundraiser to help him get to Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> Go fund me. That's what it's uh, come it, to for the press. Go fund the press so they can cover games. <laughs> How popular would that be? It's 829 or 729 in St. Louis. We're in the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour here. Munganass, uh, the sponsor of both our 7 o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Go shopping at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com right now. And then, Doug, Jamie Burkhardt has given us a secret number that takes you yeah. right to the... Muckety Mucks. M- Ah, muckety-mucks, muckety-mucks, that's right. 314-252-0029. Write that number down. 314-252-0029. Something comes up with your car, you need your car worked on, you need a new car, you need a used car. 314-252-0029. Get you straight to the mungan-ass muckety-mucks. That's right. It's an important number to have. And uh, you're working with the best, and the best is Mug and S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. And, uh, Doug, I know you were out yesterday with what that mouth do, but uh, mm-hmm. Ken Strode defeated you yet again, and you oh. even had Scotty Scheffler, and it just didn't matter. You got shipped. Iggy is on a heater, and I think he's finally proven that this is indeed a game of skill, and he has that skill in the Mung and Ass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. No, I don't think that's what it is. I thought we were just trying to pick the winner this last week. I didn't realize it was a team thing. I thought this was a week where uh-huh. I said, can anyone pick the winner? And then that's what I did. So, you know, I thought that I had the W. Maybe I missed it. Well, you'd be wrong, yeah. You had the W and lost by 130 points. Oh. <clears throat> How a, much money did the children get? Uh, I won 10. You didn't win anything, I, so we broke even thanks to me. You got to do research, and you won only $10 for the children of our community? Well, I don't, I don't figure out. <laughs> I don't figure the payouts. It was 20 the week before, so I've won 30 to your zero that's in the last two much. weeks. That's not much. That's not much for being able to handpick your roster. Well, we play one game, Doug. I just feel bad for I the kids. I don't play 120 rosters. I play one. Yeah, well, that's all I play, but I don't get to pick them. And I still pick the winner. So I feel awfully good about myself. 
Well, that's five losses in a row. You shouldn't feel too good. Well, I feel. I still. I feel very warm and fuzzy. Right. I had the second place. <laughs> I had the second place pair, and the third place player, and the ninth place player, and the fifteenth. But the not 15th. the winner. Well, no, I didn't. I thought I we didn't, were just I trying didn't to put pick the on my team. I thought that was the big thing is just to try to get the winner this week. Yeah. Did you have Rom Scheffler or Ma- uh, you didn't have Scheffler? Do you have Rom or McElroy again? No. Who is your highest priced player? Uh, Homa? No, probably Hatton. I think. He was, oh, okay. Nice play. Great Sunday. I don't know if he was more expensive than Hovland. Yeah, him and Hovland were probably right there together. Rom was number one in the Wizards model. Uh, Hovland was number two. So you and the Wizard are doing the. Uh, same algorithms. Guys, Warson Woods is the Utah State of St. Louis municipalities. That mm. comes from Mr. Licks. Have you ever heard Warson Woods called the Utah State? Many, many times, <laughs> yeah. I think that's on the sign when you enter. It says Warson Woods, population, whatever. Utah State of St. Louis County. Yeah, that's pretty well known. Mm. Jackson is uh, highly leveraged emotionally for Thursday afternoon. And, uh, and he is going to live stream himself. Oh, really? Watching the Fighting Tigers. Where is this? Where is this feed going to be available, Jackson? Everywhere. YouTube, TMASTL.com on your TMASTL YouTube account, uh, the fan page uh, at TMASTL on Twitter. All three of those locations is where you can sit and watch me in agony. Where will you, where will you be watching this? My domicile. By yourself or with uh, some of your pals that are going on this boys' retreat to Tennessee? <laughs> By myself. What will you be wearing? Uh, Missouri t-shirt, boy shorts, mm. crew socks. You going to be eating things? No. I'd be too stressed. Really? Do you stand up and pace and walk around or just sit there calm? Towards the end of the game, I probably will be. Will you be worried about Dolly? Will you be worried about faking things? Since you know you're going to be on there, you might fake throwing something at the TV or throwing a bag of popcorn or something? There'll Good be question. Will you, will you be performing for the audience who will be watching? I think people will think I'm performing, but, like, this is actually how I watch. I, it's more, like, I don't throw things. I yell. Who do you yell at? The refs? Uh, sometimes in the SEC tournament, they, uh, I think they had what a charge and the block were switched. Yeah. So uh, I got really upset with that. But I scream if there's good things going on, if there's bad things going on. I'm actually quieter when there's bad things going on because I'm just in pure despair. Mm. When there's good things going on, that's when I'm fired up. You think you'll ever get over this and, and just kind of learn to roll with it? Probably one day, you know, as uh, I mature and maybe get a family and priorities kind of shift. But mm. for right now, start having important. anal. But I, I oh. think what will happen is if they if they go to the final four it won't be as much of a, a quest for you. Because I was the same guy 20 years ago with the Cardinals, and then they won a pennant, and then they won the World Series. And at that point, the quest was not as intense. I, th- I think that's what it's about. In addition to, as Doug points out often, you know, as you as you mature with age, and oftentimes that can be with a significant other and perhaps children, then, uh, then things get compartmentalized and priorities are, uh, are rearranged. Their games become more important than the ones you're watching on TV. And you're much closer to yell at the uh, officials and That's the coaches right. on the other team and some of the parents. Get tossed from the building. Yeah. Some of the 10-year-olds, if you think he stepped on the line or something, you can holler at him. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Cal Kennedy is going to be uh, in Jupiter here uh, tomorrow, Doug. So that, that there's a, I think there's a grade school referees conference here. Oh. And St. Gabriel's is sending a full contingent, so that'll be huge. Mm. Are you going to go meet with Cal? 
Oh, you better believe it. I can't Are wait you? to see Cal in the St. Gabriel contingent. What will you do? No. The Ducey is. Uh, well, I mean, there's a bunch of people from St. Gabriel's coming down. Oh. You know, it's for this officiating meeting, this conclave, I think, that they're having. There really is an officiating meeting? There isn't. <laughs> it's a grade school officiating oh. conference in Jupiter, Florida. <laughs> the conclave. Nice. <laughs> you think first class, apparently. <laughs> uh, no, we're going to shave. We're going to shave strokes, I believe, on Sunday at Abacoa. Th- hmm. Things have gone off the rails here with the cost of golf in the uh, South Florida area. So, what's uh, it cost to go to a decent public course? Uh, you're familiar with Abacoa, right across from Roger Dean Stadium, right? Right. Nice place. Uh, sure, it's nice. It's not crazy nice. Fire a bet at the pot at how much you think it play it costs to play 18 holes. 18 here, public holes golf course with yeah. a cart or just 18. I guess it would be with a cart. Yeah. Probably, I'll say I'll say 120. I'm gonna go 135 because uh-huh. you've hyped it up as being significantly more. That's correct. So that's a good read, Plowhawk. You're starting to play the game the right way. Uh, Ken, uh, would you like to fire a bet at the pot? Uh, well, there's not a lot of public courses down there. I mean, most of them have turned into country clubs. Uh, I'll we say, said Abacoa. Yeah, I'll say 175. Oh, he hit it on the head. Damn. Oh, really? Damn. This guy knows his stuff. I mean, you're a wizard at the Price is Right. 175. for. Now, when I play Harbor Town, uh, which is considered one of the top 100 courses in the United States by Golf Digest, all due respect to Abacoa, it is not. It's $150. So kind of gives you perspective and uh the champion course here where i am broadcasting from at pga national is 550 dollars oh, you're kidding so doug i 100 percent serious plowhawk so uh <laughs> I, I will I'm not be the... negotiating the bear trap while no. i am in juke town i'm Pebble, out of the Pebble Pebble beach doesn't it. cost that much that i know I, it, it's just it's 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 simple supply and demand uh, guns and butter guns and butter and there is the demand and so things have gone absolutely bad crap it's it's been eye-opening i've only played two rounds of golf the time i've been here and they've both been at the uh, at sandhill crane which is the palm beach uh, county municipal course and that was 105 bucks a piece oh i guess if i was down there it would come down to par three courses i guess that's there is a par kind of three fun. that's on the ocean. There's a par three that's on the ocean in oh, Seminole. Geez. And Seminole is not available at the moment. Uh, I, would just, I would go hit balls somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm out of the golf business at that at those prices. That's what I've been doing. I've just been, that's what I was telling Jackson. I'm just chipping over and over again and, and hitting buckets of balls. But, you know, whatever. It, it, nice it feels like Florida's time. becoming uh, Southern California in terms of what everything costs. Wow. Another, I mean, this is a sharp hour for the dais because my... Uh, compadre, who I believe is a loyal TMA listener, uh, who uh, basically retired here, and he's younger than me and retired a long time ago, and now just invests, uh, he said he sees similarities with South Florida and, you know, those markets in California, not everywhere in California, but I mean, you have taxes everywhere in California, but uh, in, in California where it's just out of control and yeah. you just understand it going into it so that is the case and i think that's the case on the gulf side as well you know this isn't necessarily the panhandle but uh in jacksonville but when you get down in this area and in south and then perhaps i don't know if it's going is it going like this in tampa doug for your son yeah Great, prizes, yeah prices are skyrocketing yeah there, there's not many public courses to play there for him he has to drive like 25, 30 minutes to find one, and it's just okay. 
No, it can't find a decent driving range. I guess land is at such a premium right yeah. now that they don't want to devote 100 acres for golf or whatever it takes. More than that, obviously, mm-hmm. more than that, right? For a golf course? Yeah. 1,000 yeah, acres. The, yeah, with, yeah. The, the, the 550 to play, I mean, just like, God bless. I mean, good luck. That's, uh, but, you know, if people weren't paying it, they wouldn't be charging. Yeah. So, uh, you wonder so what everybody does to be able to afford all that. Not just the golf, but the homes that are all a million dollars now. What, what's everyone doing? Are, are they working in HD1? I think, it, HD I, I do two. think the vast majority of people, now many of them are from the Northeast, and in, in the Northeast, if you can be on HD1, that's going to pay you a median of about $2.5 million annually. Oh. But HD2 in the Northeast pays about one point seven five. Okay. So they had a real go. uptick on HD2 in New England. Man, yeah. I guess I need to send out some resumes. <laughs> right. So the HD1 is only golfing. HD2, forget it. Putt, putt for you. Correct. Uh, you can get involved with the program. It's Engineer Design Facilities. Text inbox 314-881-TMA5. Josh Bob Bill, who I believe lives in Keisha Gray's building in Tampa, says, I just moved into a two-bedroom condo on Harbor Island. In 2017, it sold for 375000 and it now zillows for 775000 That is from Josh Bob Bill, uh, a Tampa resident. It's like play money. And Keisha Gray neighbor. Yeah, boy, there's some homeowners going to make a lot of money when they sell, for sure. That's crazy. The 550 threw me away. Like, that was... That's an expensive round of golf. Oh, yeah. That's so expensive that it it almost takes the fun out of it. You're thinking about it. You're thinking about it. Well, yeah, if you can afford it, it's one thing. But if you're like, like us, where you do feel it... For me, it would take the fun out of it. I it's would like hope I shoot a hundred. Doug, you're exactly right. That's a, that's what I. I mean, I, I like to play the course just because I liked it because it's so challenging, and if I could break eighty, it would be a ridiculous accomplishment. Not playing the tips, but the blue tees, and I mean, if you do the math, uh, what are we talking about here? It's about thirty dollars per hole. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, that's just uh, yeah, no. it's, it's like just, going to a super expensive restaurant. And they say, "Oh, you want the salad? That, that'll be another thirty bucks." Oh, go, come on. No, it just kind of at Maybe. some point you you just can't stop thinking about how much it all is costing you and realizing I'm not really having that much fun. I'm having fun, but not that much fun. I would want to shoot over a hundred just so I get my money's worth. Sure. Like oh, I shot one twenty. Well, got in a lot of swings. I <laughs> got in a lot of swings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good morning, Tim. What did you shoot at Sand Hill Crane, Doug? That's from Hoosier Daddy. Did you follow my round? I, I it was no, broadcast. No. Sand Hill. I think it was on the CW. It was the lead in for Live. Was it? Um, I, I know I shot even on the back, and I think it was like around. 40 on the front so uh i guess 76 i think about about right that's that, pretty good three birdies three bogeys on the back so I, that was not bad i mean if we're only playing twice in 2023 it's not uh it's not bad yeah. but uh it's been more practicing than anything else and just listen to podcast and music guys you paid capital gains tax if you sell your home for more than a five hundred thousand dollar gain some of these florida people are going to get a nice surprise in tax season that's from the hunchback of Vaughn castle well you do pay taxes but you're still making money the wealthiest you don't have people state income tax so you're saving six percent there and the wealthiest people among us pay the most taxes, but they're still the wealthiest. Guys, Pebble Beach costs six hundred sixty dollars. Bro, That's from the three huh. and probably still a lineup of people there waiting to pay. Sure. 
I had a friend paid about a year ago, said it was 450. Well, you wouldn't pay anything, would you? If you went to Pebble no. Beach, you just call and tell them who you well, are. Well, I couldn't get on for free, but I wouldn't pay. No. I don't know if I'd pay that for Augusta. I mean, just I wouldn't pay it anywhere. I, I can't pay it anywhere. I, I for myself, but I could see if I'm loaded with cash, I'd certainly go out and play the courses all the time. I mean, it's just again, I guess it depends on you know where you're at financially to how much yeah. fun you're gonna have. I, I, but if I'm loaded, I'm spending it for sure. That'd be fun as hell to do. You that. think it might be possible just to, to show up there, put your clubs in a cart, and drive to the second hole and start there, and Impossible. no one will catch you. Impossible. Now they have, in particular here, they have people out checking your, uh, I guess, receipt or your starter, the, the receipt you handed the starter, on the off chance that there would be ne'er do wells attempting yeah. to do that. Imagine that. <laughs> They're shoplifting our golf. <laughs> uh, the press conference was ten years ago today. You are going to hear it in its entirety, Jackson. How long does it go? I I haven't heard it since it actually happened live in our ears. 10 years ago today, this was the 590 The Man, 1380 The Woman press conference. Uh, what is the length? And we will have our mics open throughout. And Plowhawk, you'll probably hit, be hitting pause many a time. It's oh, like, yeah, that works. It's long. It's like t- over 20 minutes. 21 and a half. Is that because of all the questions from the media? Uh, is there any? <laughs> no. I remember one question. They, they just kind of dropped the mic and said, we did it. It's, it's like they thought that it would get better if they just kept talking. Like the more words said... <laughs> The more people would like buy in, when in fact the opposite was the the result. It's of that. better now knowing what we know and how it turned out, and, yeah. and see, hearing the optimism. It's gonna be really <laughs> sad, but funny. It's so. not optimism. It's it's un, unbridled confidence yeah. in it. <laughs> That's even worse. It's like total like yes, we have created something genius here. Well, one just... guy needed needed somebody to take take the situation over and so it didn't matter who he was going to take the dollars and the other guy had surrounded himself with yes people throughout his life and so therefore people were scared to say hey maybe this isn't a good idea for fear of you know being sideways and that is how you arrive at something that for real when i would talk with people because we set up that because of this what you're about to hear in 15 minutes cbs sports 920 and before it became CBS Sports, I was talking with Fox Sports, NBC Sports. Um, I feel like there were a couple of others that were network radio affiliates. And I feel like each time I would talk with somebody and they would be in other markets and I would have a conversation with them. So, and they'd say, oh, where, where are you guys? And I'd say, we're in St. Louis. And they go, oh, is that the place where the guy is doing the man and woman thing? Oh, ha. <laughs> We're, we're well known. It was famous. It was nationally well known in the radio community. <laughs> as people people thought it was an April Fool's joke, too. But the thing is, it happened on March 14th, 2013. So people thought it was an April Fool's joke. So very rarely do you have people, especially in radio, which doesn't oftentimes have the greatest business minds, all united in a mindset on, holy crap, this is really happening and it's going to fail. But alas, uh, you'll, you'll get a chance to hear the press conference uh, in its entirety. Uh, the Hunchback of Von Castle said the 590 press conference is like a skit that got left on the cutting room floor for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, <laughs> titled The Gang Buys a Radio Station. <laughs> I can't remember what the woman and the man's uh, affiliation was. What they carried on overnights and weekends. 
Uh, I think it might have been Fox Sports, Iggy, and I think that was a contract that they just inherited that was assigned to them in the transition from whatever. I don't know. I actually think Dan Marshall bought the majority of, I think, Grand Slam Sports. Because Atlanta was the big league broadcasting group, and Marshall, I think, bought the majority, or he bought enough, and then he also acquired managing member status, even if he wasn't the majority shareholder. Something along those lines, but it became his thing. And, uh, yeah, that was another one where we were in the process of buying it, (laughs) <laughs> and it didn't. And uh, and then I recall having a conversation with Todd Robbins, the other voice you will hear in the press conference, after we had met over at Rick Lehman, because Rick Lehman, the good doctor, was a uh, was a partner in it. Not not you know not a ne'er do well by any means. He just had equity, and he connected uh, us to you know because he wanted us to buy it. And we sat down at his office, had a meeting, exchanged numbers, and a couple days later, the number just moved up, like by 30% or something. And I remember saying to Todd, I said, I thought we were on the same page on the price. And he goes, well, I'm not telling you it's not a moving target. And I go, okay, that's, you know, it's not the way we, you know, you tell us the price is X, and all of a sudden the price goes up by 33% after we meet and agree on it. That's when we walk away. Uh, And that is how... Dan Marshall got it. So, thank you, Todd. Mm. Thank you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Works out <laughs> for you. Good luck, I've had a, I've had a number of people not necessarily uh, keep their agreements, and it has saved me a lot of money over the last ten years. So I am I'm very grateful for that, guys. One of the best texters ever came out of that. The Dan Marshall Leadership Institute. That's from oh. Randy Character. Yeah. That was quite a little institution. <laughs> I did text him. He hasn't gotten back to me. You texted who? Dan yeah. Marshall. Yeah. What'd you say? I said, Dan, Iggy Strode, today's the 10-year anniversary of uh, the press conference of the man and the woman. Would you like to come on my podcast and talk about it? You haven't got a podcast. No. Uh, about the thought of... <laughs> well, who was in charge of, like, the RV? Like, was somebody in his ear going, okay, this is probably not a great purchase for this size of radio station? The I RV think he was had a, brand new. I think he had a lot of money. And wanted to do something splashy with it, and this just didn't work out. I think that's what it was, because he was kind of on the ground floor of when cell phones came into being. Oh everybody yeah. Everybody had one, so I'm sure he made he and his wife made a ton of money on it. And he, he wanted to do something with it that would be he fun. Was, he was very charitable. Donated a lot of that cash back to the radio <laughs> industry. Mm. Man, I can't believe I work there. I can't believe I'm still in. We're all still in radio. We didn't learn it. <laughs> thing, did we? After that, I should have looked and gone. Yeah. Okay, you're young enough. You can get go another back career. To go even go back to school. Yes, get another degree. Go to trade school. And I'm still in it. You I think that's become impressive. A, become a stonemason or something. <laughs> I had a chance to get out at a perfect time. Mm-hmm. And I just said nobody hey. would have faulted you. I know. Probably encouraged. Would you rather do this or, or plumbing? I love what I do. There's nothing more I want to do than this. But at the time, you're talking man, the woman, yeah. you know, 20 grand a year. Also not getting paid half the time because the checks are bouncing. So, like, there's a lot of, like, Plumbers get paid stop right up front. signs. Yeah. Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Some of the memorabilia I have, I have a uh, man and the woman mic flag. I got a couple. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I have a uh, 1380 the woman emery board. Emery board? Yeah. 
They gave those out to guests who came in would get something to sharpen their nails with? I guess, because it, <laughs> it was a woman's station. They gave away emery boards. Is it 13 mm. the woman on them? Whoa. I think the hardest part of the transition was taking the phone calls. Because, like, you know, it was a, a, a drastic turn from the programming that was to the programming <laughs> that it turned into. And they mm. were pissed. Oh, were they? They they were bashing everything that the woman did. And you, you work on the man, it's like, it's, uh, it's it was so <laughs> brutal. It was hard to take those calls. And then, like... You know, the people doing the shows are desperate for calls, so then they go, oh, who was it? And it's hard to say, hey, it's somebody that yeah. said you were absolutely <laughs> garbage. <laughs> like, it's hard to go, oh, wrong number, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see. We got Stephen Wildwood, Doug. He wants to talk it over. Uh, good morning, Steve. Okay, well, hello, Steve. Oh, I had to leave her there. Okay, hello, Steve. Oh, there he is. Uh, there he is, Stephen Wildwood. Love this guy. I, uh... I was, I'm off topic here now, but uh, I went to the first Battle Hawks game three years ago and the first Battle Hawks game the other night. Did you? The other day. Yeah. It was kind of, I was really worried at the start of it because, like, that, uh, who's the gal who owns it, Garcia? Danny Garcia's a she, woman. Yeah, the gal. Yeah. Okay. She came out in what looked like a costume from medieval times, but it was her outfit. And started on the mic, and, like, it was bad. I mean, I <clears throat> she was thanking St. Louis, which is very nice, and then played a little something on the board from The Rock. But I was like, this is going downhill fast. And then she finally got out of there. And then uh, Iggy's friend Carly came out there with her friend to pump up the crowd. She wasn't wearing the bikini shirt. Oh. But uh, they were doing – they were trying to get one side of the stadium – to say cacaw and the other side to say is the law and I'm thinking this is Rams rules all over again we're in real trouble here and they finally stopped and then then they gave the microphone to uh, rock and roll Austin Troll and he was trying to pump up the crowd too which none of this was necessary because everybody was fired up anyway it almost brought it and intoxicated right I mean people most of the people here were intoxicated right oh my god I had never like the Rams came when they were 70,000 people there. There were less beer cans. You know how the outside trash cans overflow? Sure. <laughs> I've never seen it overflow more. I mean, it was like, you know, like surrounded the trash can, like, and then 10 feet from the trash can, there were still bottles and cans. I was in 119. Every, every beer drink place sold out completely. Like, they were taking the display beer cans and putting them on ice to give to people. <laughs> oh. I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, people, and it was Sunday, too. This next one's on Saturday. It was, but it was loud. I felt like it was louder the last time and more raucous, but it might have been where I was. Like, where I was, a lot of people were kind of sitting down because we weren't in either end, either end zone, though. They stood the whole time. I mean, I didn't see them sit down at all, you know? Hmm. These are hardcore uh, battle Hoosiers. Yeah. You know, it's it's a weird feeling, though. You know, people are dressed up in costumes and everything. And, you know, it's unlike anything else. I can't really – I don't even think you can compare it to college just because, I mean, they're older than that. But it was was raucous, though. But – and I felt like the crowd the last time was a lot – 
was was even younger. This one, I even saw there were more females this time, and I felt like there were more family people there and like older people. It was crazy though. It was a it was a really good environment. It was fun, and literally every parking space downtown for like we walked all the way back to our building from there and there was a huge crowd of people walking after the game oh that's good you feel like yeah. this is a product of not much else to do on in st louis right now yeah and i think too you know anybody who went to that first game three years ago felt it you know and wanted to do it again and a lot you know a lot of the guys that i talked to we didn't tailgate down at a parking lot but they missed when the Rams were here, and they would tailgate all day. Yeah, you know, and and they wanted to do that, and they did. I mean, I don't know what with the competition with SPL City. I, I don't think it'll be any different. I think they'll get thirty thousand again. I don't know if they'll get thirty eight thousand, but yeah. I think they'll get thirty thousand again. You think I mean, this will, this will have staying power long term over the years? You think? No, no. I mean, I don't think the XFL. I mean, spring football. I mean, it's not really good football. I mean, like. There was a lot of checkdowns. <laughs> I, I actually, by the end of the game, I felt sorry for their quarterback because I mean, there's they had practice. They, had, you know, most of these teams practice with you know Metallica playing or loud music and everything. I mean, it was like they had never been in this loud of a stadium. Much I'm sure these a lot of these guys probably played Division One AA or you know Division One teams that didn't have huge crowds. I, mean, I could, Steve, like, I, when that thing kicked off, and I don't know, I, I bet some other people listening to this are thinking the same thing. I saw that, and I thought to myself, how did I not think through to arrive at putting a huge amount of money, like probably more than I would have bet on anything else in, in recent years, on the Battlehawks, having no idea who's on Arlington, and, and even though I've watched the Battlehawks, really having very few players that I know on the Battlehawks, solely because of what you're saying. That atmosphere there was going to be a challenge for people who had not played at anything like that, perhaps in their careers, or if they had, they hadn't done it in a while, and so it was going to be so advantageous that to lay, I think it was three points, was from my standpoint, a hell of a, an opportunity to make some money, and I really feel like I pissed one away there. Yeah, for sure. And I don't think our defense is that great, but, I mean, if they didn't get a first down on first and second down, they weren't getting one. Because third right. down, I mean, they couldn't even hear. I mean, it was like, it was crazy. I was probably, I mean, it was, I was there for the first playoff game when they played Minnesota, I think when Randy Moss squirted the ref or whatever. Uh, was that the first playoff game or was it Green Bay? Whatever it was, and it was super loud that time. But it was it was loud. I mean, I you know, especially in a dome like that. I mean, like I said, those guys Stoops. I mean, there's no way he could have prepared for that. Bob Stoops was a coach in Darlington, but it was uh, it was nuts. I mean, it was it was amazing. It was it was fun to see downtown hopping like that all weekend. Yeah. Which game are you going to on Saturday, sir? I'm going to be in Boston. Oh, oh sure. Look at you. Yeah, I'll be at the Dropkick Murphys. But uh, the uh, my son's using the STL City tickets. But I didn't buy season tickets for Battlehawks. But I'll go to the games when I come back. You sure so, have a uh, lot of disposable income. That's no, nice. I don't, Doug. No, I don't. I really don't. I'm I'm living on credit cards. 
Don't worry. You got to go to parties in the park. Steve, we got to go. Thank you so much, sir. All right, buddy. I'm wait- I'm ready for the uh, for the press conference. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, the press conference is coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, before we go to that, Doug Larry Nickel is on the line and he's going to recap oh, you. Good. Morning, Larry. Hello, Nixie. Hey guys, what's up? No, not much. How you well, doing? we're going to relive the press conference from ten years ago here, just in a matter of moments. Uh, did, were you uh, listening to that uh, ten years ago, Larry? No. Mm. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Because, uh, in my opinion, they should have kept five ninety and thirty eight the way they were instead of changing it to what they did. Well, I have a feeling Dan agrees with you now. Uh, did you have a chance to to watch the show last night, Doug? What a uh, what, I didn't, it was it. magical. I missed it. Watch The Bachelor. It's hometown. Are you kidding uh, me? Doug, <laughs> you, you've been you've been missing the show for the past what four decades? About that, yeah, about that. But I'm sure it was a good one last night. <laughs> yes, it was because the main event last night was a street fight, which there was no disqualifications, no countouts. The only way to win the match is pinfall submission in the ring. And with the, the story combatants were Kevin Owens and Solo Sokoa. And toward the end of the match, they went backstage. And, of course, Kevin Owens got met with two feet to the face thanks to Dennis the tag champ, the Usos. And they, the Usos drug Owens back out to the ring. And then Solo Solo Sokoa used a move that was first used by Umaga, God bless his soul, mm-hmm. was called the Samoa Spike, and then of course Solo Sokoa won. What exactly is a Samoan Spike? Uh, Sounds like yeah, a nasty sex move. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that, Doug. Okay. He had his thumb taped up. Really, like with a whole bunch of tape, and then he stuck it out like a spike, and used it on Kevin Owens. Oh, the old thumb thrust! Handsome Harley Race, the brass knuckles champion of the world, used to do that. The, the stick out his thumb and yes. stick it right in your throat. What about that football uh. coach, Doug? Oh yeah, uh, that football coach Woody Hayes. He did that after an interception. He was thumb thrust <laughs> to the guy who picked the ball off. A college player. A Samoan spike. We didn't realize it at the time. That's what it was. <laughs> So uh, Larry, do you have the top five countries in the world available at your disposal? Yes, I do. Before I get to that, I'd like to disagree with Stephen Wildwood. About what? About the, about the <laughs> XFL. Why? If the XFL, doesn't, if it doesn't matter if it's NFL or XFL, it is still football. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. sure is. Well, we can all get on board well, with that. Well, that's a good point. It is still football. <laughs> High school football, too. Still football. Exactly. Yeah. Now, okay. top five countries. Okay. <laughs> what are they? Number five will be Greenland. Okay. Number four will be Iceland. All right. Number three will be Brazil. Number two, Canada. Number one, United States of America. Okay. Yes. Wow. Huge. March 14th, 2023, the Plowhawk turns 34, but the United States remains number one. Larry, God bless you, and God bless these United States of America.
Yeah, God bless America. Happy Pi Day, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's thank a, you, Nick uh, Nickel with us here. Uh, Tommy Sabolka says Happy Pi Day as well. VIP Auto Accessories, all local since 1979. They offer quality and the ability to get it all done at one place. They're a full-service operation, a one-stop shop. They take the vehicle from point A to point Z. VIP saves you time and hassle. It's quicker to deal with VIP than two to three vendors with multiple locations. Tommy says give him a call directly, 314-428-3900. You can email him at tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. It's VIP Auto Accessories, your one-stop full service shop for all your auto accessory needs they do van and truck upfitting for commercial fleet vehicles they also provide graphic solutions for vehicles retail office space floors windows and more and have a full array of public safety solutions including for ems and police fleets munganas st louis acura and alton toyota works with them design air heating and cooling works with them you should work with them as well it's vip auto accessories 314-428-3900 email Tommy Sabulka at tommy.cibulka at VIP Auto Accessories. All right, we'll close out the Munganas St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour and when we come back mm. t- 10 years to the day the 590 the man 1380 the woman press conference played in its entirety with the members of the dais asking the Plowhawk to pause as we analyze some of the audio clips. It's coming your way next. You won't want to miss it. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.